Hello, welcome to Atuha Talk with Feyitayo and Tango. It's Monday. So, my name is Feyitayo, your host, and I have here with me Jude Promise, who happens to be our guest for today. Yeah, good afternoon. It's a pleasure being on the platform today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Welcome. Uh-huh. So, topic for today is titled Living in Your Essence. Yes, Living in Your Essence. Uh, Premise, I've been wanting to, you know, ask this question that has always been on my mind for a while now. Why is it that youth of today do not really enjoy living a life of purpose? I, I, I've, I've come to realize that a lot of persons do not really know their essence for living, even amongst Christians today. What do you have to say about that? Okay. Um, if we check our contemporary time today, what we see that people pursue today it's not really purpose people pursue pleasure mm. now um the two of them contradict mm. you can't pursue your essence and pursue pleasure mm. now the the path to purpose the path path to discovering purpose <clears throat> is a path that has to do with discipline mm. a path that has to do with dedication and of course dedication to god and a man that will be dedicated to God will know that the pleasures of this world are behind him and is facing one thing. But I think today, all the youth after is just pleasure and mm. things, mundane things. Yeah, yeah, they are things. chasing shadows. Yeah, okay. just a mirror. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of them living, um, living a life of, you know, I don't care. They are living in frivolities. But we, we, just, we, just hope, we just hope everybody would, you know, come to realize that there is, there is more to live for and that time mm. is not on our hand so i i want us to look at um the life of daniel daniel yeah mm-hmm. daniel and and uh and also we we'll also look at the life of esther you know you know um, daniel was a man who was in the strange land as well mm-hmm. as esther and if you look at the stories of these two persons it's you know we can actually we can bring it down to our own world now mm-hmm. our contemporary world each and every one of us are on head for a distinct purpose actually and this head is a strange place yeah we are setting that yeah 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 we are pilgrims and we are certain that we are leaving this place anytime soon so what do you have to say like what do you have to say about this person's daniel's life and the life of esther as well like you know bringing it to to daniel okay um the bible says in daniel 1 it said and daniel proposed in his heart the first thing a man will do to live out his essence, one, is a deliberate decision. A decision not to confirm <clears throat> to the things to the things of the world, to mm. the worldly pleasures. Now, I checked the life of Daniel when I was studying my Bible. When Daniel, after Daniel interpreted the dream of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar mm. told him that I will promote you. But Daniel said something that got to me he said don't promote me let me sit at the gate promote shedrach meshach and abednego mm. and i remember the word of christ daniel used it christ said something he said a man's life does not consist in the things he possesses." Mm. so daniel was not pushing possession was not pushing he was not pushing honor what he was pushing what he was after was to fulfill the purpose of god and that was why this man could take his stand, make a decision and see that he lives out his purpose even in a strange land. Hmm. He was very young when he was separated from his parents, but it has been it has been 
he, he, he has cultivated that habit. Even when he was with his parents, he knew that this place that he is is not his own. The Bible said that when Daniel wants to pray, he opens his window and faces Jerusalem. Mm. And we'll bring it down to our time. Whenever we, are, or when we are on earth here, while we are on earth here, what we should do is that just as Daniel opens the window and faces Jerusalem, we should open our hearts and make sure our, our gaze is always fixed on our heavenly home, knowing mm. that we are strangers here. Mm. Daniel knew, I will just break it down. One, Daniel knew that he was a stranger. Mm. That that was not his home. And number two, he didn't just realize that he was a stranger. There was a longing to belong to where he, 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 he actually belongs. There, mm-hmm. there was a longing to actually go back to his own land. For Christians today, if we, should, if we must live out our essence, live out a life that pleases God, one, we must realize that we are strangers on the earth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after we have realized that, then we must look forward to a better place, to our home, just like Peter said. He said we are strangers and pilgrims on earth. Mm. A man that is a pilgrim, he knows that he's a stranger. Yes. He will not live comfortably in a land that is not his. Mm. He will long for the land that belongs to him. To him. So that's what Daniel did. And Daniel was, at, was able to live out a life that pleased God. Imagine God calling a man. A man in the Bible, God called him, Old Daniel, greatly beloved. Loved. Mm. Because he knew. He knew what God created him for. He lived out what God created him for. Now, we want to talk about Esther. Now, we want to look at the life of Esther too. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sorry to, you know, interrupt you. I, I want to um, bring in something that has to do with Daniel. I saw the similarities um, in Esther and in Daniel. You know, mm. Daniel was one of those dignitaries in the land of Babylon. Yeah. And Esther happened to also be a queen in that land can you can you please remind me yeah it's still in babylon yeah, yeah in babylon yeah, Pasha, yeah so and this this these two people i saw something actually you know beautiful about them even while they, they had their gaze on things of a uh, more of, of an eternal worth they were still useful daniel being a dignitary was you know it was dominating even in that strange land, it was yeah, dominating for God, and the honor of God was upon him. As well yeah. as Esther, fine, Esther was a slave, and Daniel was a slave too. Yeah, Just yeah, the yeah, same way slave. Esther was a slave, but then they, they, they really understood their purpose. And just like, just as we Christians, too, before we got to know Jesus Christ, we were slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. And after we gave our lives to Christ, we became dignitaries, we became kings and queens. And, and God expects that we, you know, we, we, we take the real, we wield that power while on head. Esther was able to wield that power as well as Daniel. So I, I think we should all, we should, um, we should have that mindset of I am not a slave. Like I am here for something bigger. Even while I am fixing my gaze on, on heaven, I should be utterly useful and I should dominate my yeah. world for Christ. So that's that's what I have to actually. You, you may go okay, on. I'll, I'll just add to what you say. Um, there was a time that was when Darius came to rule mm. after um, the son of Nebuchadnezzar built him up and he mm. And then mm. we are told that this man set Daniel above the whole realm, above all his kingdom. Mm. When if if you talk about the king, the next person you should talk about is Daniel. Mm. And I want to, I just want to bring out what Daniel did. Daniel used the influence of being above the realm to control the land. 
They said, don't pray. He prayed. Mm. And he was sent to the lion's den. God delivered him. And his decree was made in the whole of Babylon mm. that all men must serve the God of Daniel. Of Daniel. Mm. Daniel lived out the purpose. Mm. He made sure that even while he was on earth, just like he said, he was mm. fixing, fixing his gaze on heaven, but he was working towards bringing men to the glory of God, even in mm. that strange Meaning we should live our lives even to the glory yeah, of God. Glory that that of also God. that that is an example of living in our mm, essence. Living our essence. Mm. Our essence is when God created man, the only thing, though the major <clears throat> thing he gave to man was that give glory to me. Mm. God created man to give glory to him. That was everything God created man for. Mm. Requiring said in his book purpose-driven life. life he mm. said the fishes in the sea when they swim they give glory to god yes. the birds when they fly they give glory mm. to god he said of all the creatures creatures man, god created the only one that is not fulfilling the purpose of god is man mm, and it's so sad very sad. So sad and the only way we can do this is one find our essence in god once mm. you know our essence in god fulfilling the will of god the purpose of god and showing for the glory of god will not be difficult mm, that's that's very 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 true now to add i i i'm looking at something now we have a lot of um, platforms that we can actually use to leave you know sorry to 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 showcase what God has given to us mm. now, and another another sad thing um, we have seen amongst Christian youths, particularly as yes, Christian mm. youths, is we we want to you know meddle with the world, mm. like we want to we want to meddle with the world. Look at Daniel. Daniel Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not devour, he will not defile himself with the king's meat. Mm. Do you understand? And he chose he chose to um, feed on. Pulse instead. He mm. chose to feed on beans. Now look at Esther. Mordecai came to Esther and told Esther. He sent a message to her. Um, in, um, rather, he said, "He said, who knows if you are in the kingdom at this time for a purpose? Like, mm. who knows? Who knows? Who knows?" Then Esther, Esther had that, and she, 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 um, she. How do I put this? Could you please help me? She, she. And yeah, she took a step. She took a step, and she made sure that she used that influence to, mm. to um, you know, bring a lot of persons to join her in prayers and in fasting for the Jews. Now, what I'm trying to say is, a lot of us Christians, we have this platform, we have this, we have this, um, this voice, we have this influence, but it's so sad that we feel so shy, you know going out there to tell the world this is what i've got this is who i am and then the sad thing is uh, let me just use the pathetic um, aspect of it is that we would rather you know use those things for, for the glory of the devil than bringing it than using it to the glory of the one who actually created us and you know made us for his purpose and his pleasure so i think there is also a need to understand that everywhere that we have wherever sorry wherever we find ourselves now we are there for a purpose to live for and that we should not um, be careless while we are in that position of influence mm. because if you are there today you never can if daniel had you know messed up mm. if, if daniel had messed up what would have happened or if esther now if esther had messed up then i'm not sure we're going to have the messiah someone like nehemiah someone mm. like nehemiah he was the king's cup bearer mm. but this man used his influence, influence. as a cup bearer mm. to persuade the king he prayed and persuaded the king and the king allowed him to mm. build the jerusalem mm. now you talked about christian youth i'll just say this first before i i'll say this and build on it one thing we don't understand this day these days is that we don't understand that we are in the world, but the world is not in us. Hmm. 
But so many of us have been carried away that the world has gotten so much into <clears throat> us that hmm. it's, be, it's, it, it's now becoming so difficult to break free from, from the, the chains, chains of the world. Hmm. So what we should do is having the understanding that we are in the world. And why are we in the world? We are in the world to make sure. The Bible said, it's in the last day, the whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of, of the glory of, of God, God as the world has covered the, the sea. Head, hmm. If we know that, and we we have that realization that the world should not be in us. Hmm. I think every man, every man will live according to the plan and purpose, purpose of God. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's beautiful. That's that's really beautiful. Okay, oh, okay. Before let me just say this. I I just have something here. Now, one way I think, not one way I think, one way I know a man can live out his essence. Hmm. A man can live his, in his essence is one. Living consciously of that essence, hmm. you are conscious that this is what you I are am here for. This yes. is what I am here for. Hmm. I don't have to mess up. I know that I have but a little time here, and this is why I'm created. Hmm. You live consciously of that. And hmm. one, what that consciousness does to you is that the consciousness shapes your character. Hmm. Daniel was conscious, so it shaped his character. He became a disciplined man. Hmm. His character was shaping. He said, I will not eat of the portions of the king's meat. And also, it helps us build discipline. Hmm. We build discipline. We are able to draw the line of resistance. Hmm. I can't take this. I won't take this. Why? The reason is because we are living consciously of our essence. And hmm. lastly, and most importantly, is that we... It's when we live in, in view of our essence, it also makes us stick closer to God. To God. Why? God is the one that crafted us and made us with our essence. Mm. Now, he has the manual. He has everything. <clears throat> he has what it takes for us to live it out. So we'll be close to him so as to know the next step to take, mm. what to do at what the part, what to do and what not to, to do, do, and what to do at a particular time. Mm. So that's just it. Let's live consciously of our essence and it will help all of us. Mm. Yes, and that is definitely going to set us on the right path. Mm. That path of, you know, of holiness, that path of fulfillment too. Mm. And, and I just feel the moment we begin to understand that, sorry, the moment we, begin, we, we understand that we are made for a purpose, we won't just live anyhow. Mm. Um, a common yeah, adage is um, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse mm. is inevitable. Mm. But now that we already know our purpose for living that we should just walk in that purpose we should walk in it and i, I pray god helps us um in jesus name <laughs> so so uh, i was blessed actually yeah, I, was I, was, I was blessed. I was blessed. I was ministering to myself. As well, as well, as well. I was ministering to myself as well. And I really learned a lot from what you said. So I, I think all that premise has said now is that we should, uh, have, when we live in, in, when we live in our essence, we build character, we build mm. charisma, we build discipline, and we build a smooth and sound relationship with God. So that would be awful. I don't know if you still have anything to say. No, nothing, nothing, but. I'll just say, you need to find your essence first before you live in it. Mm. So finding your essence means you need to find God first. Mm-hmm. If you've not found God, you cannot find your essence. Yeah, it's just like purchasing your TV set and mm. you don't have a manual, yeah. and you don't have a guideline. Even if you, you have an idea of what to do, you yeah, might eventually yeah. you might mess up. So thank you so, so much, Premise. Thank, thank you, thank you. God thank bless you. you.
Uh, so beautiful listeners, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And um, that will be all today. Should you have um, questions, comments, or suggestions, you can forward it to my email on feyitayomiolabowale at gmail.com or you WhatsApp on 090-787-1892. Catch you next week as I'll be dishing out another exciting episode of Atua with Feyitayom. Goodbye. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Atua Talk with Feyi Tayo. And thank God it's Monday. Uh, so let us pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We ask that you teach us and bless our lives. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. So today's episode is titled Maximizing Singleness. Yeah. How can you maximize your single period? So, hmm. Singleness has always been and would continually be a precious gift of God to humanity. But it's sad that a lot of persons see singleness as a disease or a kind of um, plague that shouldn't um, be seen on one. Some persons do not want to be seen as single. They do not want to... This is singleness as something that shouldn't be. They see it as a wrong thing. And I see a lot of persons wanting not to be alone, wanting to hook up with someone, hurrying into relationships, and the trend continues, and everybody keeps following the trend just because everybody's doing it. And it's so sad that even a 13-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old that is not supposed to be in a relationship, even someone who is aged 20, 25, 25, sorry, 30, that shouldn't be in a relationship or orient into a relationship just because the society says there this is the set, this is the age one should consider marriage or you know consider going into one. Now, the Bible says it is not good for a man to be alone. Yes. But being alone is um is is is, is not is good. As said by God, only when the need for a life partner arises. If there is no need for a life partner, then you should be alone. Now, God provided Adam a helpmate because he saw the need in Adam. That was why he said, okay, let me, let me provide Adam a wife. Now, as a single person, if the need does not arise, I repeat, <clears throat> there is no need going into relationship. Now, there are certain things that God expects of man before he considers finding a partner. And as a, and as a saved child of God, you are expected to use the best of your singleness for God and for the betterment of your life. Before you, you, you consider jumping into one, before you consider bringing a man into your life or bringing a woman into your life, there should be something that you have done. You should have prepared. You should have, you know, been groomed before you consider that. Now, what, well, how can you maximize your singleness? What are those things that you do that helps you maximize your singleness and get the best of it? One, living your purpose. A period of singleness should be spent on living your purpose, building capacity and pleasing God. And this is because purpose serves as a guide to a fulfilling life. It is what fulfills you. It is what defines you. It is what keeps you in the center of God's plan and design for your life. And once purpose is discovered, you get all that you need to fulfill destiny in life. And that includes the person you marry. So purpose is, purpose is what gives you 
um, gives you um, direction. It's what tells you, okay, this is what you should be doing now. Okay, this is what you shouldn't be doing now. Now, for a man who or a woman who has not discovered his or her purpose and going into a relationship, then I'm certainly sure that person is is definitely going to make a mistake. That is certain. There's a high tendency such and one would make a mistake. So while single now, you can maximize your singleness by discovering what God has made you for, by discovering your reason for existence and not just discovering it, by living it, by living in your purpose, by fulfilling what God has called you to do. And this is what actually brings fulfillment. And this is what actually gives you happiness. And this is what actually gives you joy. This is what brings fulfillment. This is where you get you, 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 you get to discover your, your real identity. And secondly, purpose, I'm sorry, singleness can be, mag- can be uh, maximized when you spend your time building capacity. There are areas where you need to build capacity as a single person, your career life, your spiritual life, your, your, your emotional life, your everything about your life. You, you build capacity in these areas as a single person, as in you, you, get, you, you use the best of your life, you, the best of your life, you use it um, to build your capacity as a single person. And again, um, um, an author, yeah, an author said, marriage does not complete you. Marriage only complements you. And funnily enough, marriage doesn't just complement you. Marriage will split you. Now, why you give your time to God and to yourself as a single person, as a, as, as a now, all you think of is how to build your career, how to, you know, live a good life, how to please God. That is all you do as a single person. But the moment you get married, you begin to, you begin to give Sorry, not begin to you give a path of you to God, a path of you to your to your spouse, a path of you to the children, a path of you to career, and 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 another time you can't be as effective as you used to be as a singer. You cannot be effective as you you are now and as you can be now when you get married, and that is the truth. Every married person that I've met out there would always say that the best of your time. The best, um, the, the the best of your time, in the, the the best of your time is spent for God when you are single, not when you're married. This is not saying that you 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 cannot be useful or you cannot do more for God when you marry. Of course, you do more for God, but this is the time when you can you actually give your all to God. Little wonder why 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 Apostle Paul said, um, that the married man cared for the things of the world how he may please God. But the married ones, they care for the things of the world. They care for for their spouses, care for their home and all. So this is the truth of the matter. It's it's not it's not something you can it's it's not negotiable. Now all the time you have to yourself as a single person right now is a gift from God and you need to maximize it. You need to spend the whole of you, you know, maximizing the spirit pleasing God, building your career, building your life, boosting your self-esteem, working on yourself, spending the time that God brings you to whoever God has prepared you for. Now, singleness, sorry, sorry, final words, singleness prepares you for marriage. And while marriage is a gift, singleness is a very beautiful gift too. And you can use the best of this period 
so you can find marriage interesting thank you so much for listening to this episode of heart to heart with a Yitayo. i leave you with a piece of god and i so much appreciate you for always listening thank you so much so should you have questions or you'd like to be um should you have questions sorry or you'd like to send your comments your and you'd want to um you want us to talk on you'd want me sorry talk on something do want to drop me a message on my email at figitayo olabowale or your whatsapp 0907878192 thank you so much for listening do have a great day goodbye